The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. Very good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Another round of Ask the Medical Experts. Jay Oliver here, your host. And every week we give you an expert in their particular field, all involving the fine, fine medical institution out in the East End called the Peconic Bay Medical Center. We've got a great topic for you today. Two for the price of one, experts-wise. Tara Englum, Associate Executive Director of Culture and Experience. Christine Gallo, a Supervisor of Social Services, Palliative Care. Both join us, and we thank them, and welcome back, ladies. How are you? We're doing well today. Thanks for having us. Good morning. Good to, have, good to talk to you. Good having you back. Tara, uh, good stuff. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do as the Associate Executive Director of Culture and Experience at the old PBMC. Tell us. Sure. So I'm a, I'm actually a social worker by training and discipline. I've been a social worker for a long time, but my role at Peconic Bay is really an overarching role where I'm responsible for the interactions and the experience that our patients and their families have and really the culture of our organization here at Peconic. So helping to really give our team members and departments the tools, the language, and just really a lot of the supports they need to deliver exceptional person and family-centered care. Because it's all about the experience, right? You want to make it a comfortable one. We know there's some anxieties they get associated, but you're there to kind of quell the, the unrest sort of, right? Well, you know, anybody having a health crisis or an emergency or even just sometimes a routine test or something can be anxiety-producing, like you said. So it's really important that we we have this saying here, Peconic, that everybody is somebody, somebody. So we really believe that, that we look at our patients and their families as though if that was the person that we cared the most about in our lives and how would we want to help and support them and treat them. So things don't have to feel so scary or that they're, you know, overwhelmed in, in what they're going with. It's hard It's hard when you, you're dealing with an illness or you have a health crisis. It's not easy. Hey. No, it is not. Christine, uh, you're the same, if you don't mind. Christine Gallo, the Supervisor of Social Services, Palliative Care. Give us an idea about yourself and uh, what you do there. Sure. I am the social worker on the palliative medicine team here at PBMC. And within my role, I support our patients and their family caregivers as they navigate chronic illnesses, serious illnesses, um, and through my role, I'm really given the privilege to walk the journey with people. And as Tara said, um, everyone's someone, someone, somebody, somebody. So to be able to walk the journey with patients and their families is, um, is, is a blessing. Go. So when somebody asks, Tara, uh, what exactly is a family caregiver? How would you answer that? Well, I you know, that's a really uh, interesting question. Christine and I have a lot of conversations about that, actually. Christine, uh, I'd say, is somebody who is helping so much in advancing how we understand and make meaning of what it means to be a caregiver. So, I mean, Christine, we were just talking about this the other day. What's some of the, the thoughts you have on that? Yeah, so, you know, there's so many different definitions for what truly encompasses the role of a family caregiver, and that's really, in and of itself, tells us, you know, what a big what a big title that is, you know. 
So really what it is is it's someone who can have any kind of varying relationship with someone who's receiving um, care. It could be a relative, it could be a partner, a friend, a neighbor, um, chosen family, anyone who has a significant personal relationship with someone, you know, either who's an older adult, someone who has a chronic illness that they're living with, maybe something, a disabling condition that they're living with. And within the caregiving role, that person provides assistance. And the list goes on and on of what are the different things um, that people need assistance with. But, you know, it could be anything from physical assistance with day-to-day needs, help with bathing, grooming, help in the bathroom, personal hygiene, getting dressed. You know, it could be shopping, it could be cooking, it could be meal preparation, housekeeping, and then, you know, healthcare-related managing medications, providing transportation to and from medical appointments, helping the person have a voice um, in communicating at medical appointments, companionship, emotional support. I mean, the list just goes on and on of what, um, what a family caregiver provides. There's so much going on. Some of the challenges caregivers might face, ladies, as they... They often kind of go ignored while caring for a loved one who is ill. Um, what what would you think as far as that? Each one, please. Uh, I invite sure. you to go ahead, sir. Sure. So I think I think I can speak from having spent over the last nine years with caregivers. The thing I hear most commonly from them themselves is that they feel so unprepared. I don't think people, we, we don't think about when we're going through our lives and we're, you know, dealing with the responsibilities of our caring for families and holding down our jobs and doing all these things. We don't think about at some point someone we may love is going to be sick and may need different kind of care or support from us. And so one of the biggest challenges is that caregivers just feel very unprepared. They they really care about and love the person who they're stepping in to help support. And so that adds a stress, an added stress, because they want to be able to do everything they can to help them get through what they're going through and make sure that they're they're really giving them the best care and support. And so that feeling of being so unprepared and overwhelmed um, I think is the first big challenge. But, Christine, what, what do you see as some of the challenges in the families that you're working with, too? Yeah, like when, when we work with families, oftentimes what we see is like, if, if, you know, if we kind of bring it back to the last question a little bit and the list of all the things, right, the laundry list of all the things that caregivers can do and do do for the person that they take care of, if we go back to that list, I mean, think about it, gosh, what a toll that can take, right? So there can be physical tolls physical illnesses, stresses, injuries. Um, Caregiving tasks can be emotionally stressful on one's psyche. You see depression, you see isolation, anxiety, all of that. You know, caregivers often are so wrapped up in making sure that the person that they're caring for is okay that they themselves don't take care of themselves. So you'll hear people say, like, you know, we'll have to remind caregivers, like, did you eat today? Did you? How did you sleep last night? You know, things that... We take for granted as simple things that are necessary in taking care of ourselves. Caregivers are so focused on the person in their life that they're providing care for that, that they, they kind of their own self goes on the back burner. There's a- they forget about yeah. themselves without question. Talking yeah. with Tara Ingram, Christine Gallo, PBMC. Interesting conversation. You know, this month I was reading, uh, Tara, PBMC Recognizing Family Caregivers Month, which is fantastic. 
What What is exactly the month to celebrate, if you can give us an idea? Sure. So November is National Family Caregiver Month, as you mentioned, which is great. And really, it's this time to recognize family caregivers and really highlight the role. Because right now in our country, we have more than 53 million uh people who acknowledge that they've had to provide caregiving to a loved one in the last 12 months. So that's a tremendous amount of people who are stepping in to provide unpaid care for their loved ones, and they're doing an exceptional job. So this month is really a time to recognize that, to to give people not only the recognition, but to bring people who are advocates for caregivers together. So we work a lot with so many organizations like the Alzheimer's Association and AARP and the the offices for the aging to really come together as professionals that are advocating supporting caregivers to think about new ways and innovations, how we can expand and collaborate to give caregivers even more support because we know they often underutilize what's out there, partly because I don't think they know what's available to them. So it's just a good month to really highlight not only the importance of their role, but also to really those collaborative partners in this community to really put out and really, really full force show what's out there for caregivers so that there's just more ability for them to utilize the support as they're going through their caregiving journey. No question. It's great to have a month dedicated for that. And, you know, I uh, feel like the month gives us the opportunity to say, like, we see you and we're here for you. Yeah, no doubt. That's what it's all about. And PBMC actually houses an in-person family caregiver center, right, Christine? And, yeah, and, yeah. and what what is the center actually used for? So the, the in-person family caregiver center is um, in the lobby of our hospital, and it's actually the first um, family caregiver center in a hospital in Long Island. And it's pretty exceptional. There, um, within the caregiver center, emotional support, ongoing resources, and support for caregivers is provided, um, all for free. That's fantastic stuff. And, and you know, it's such that just the dedication of the month really kind of accentuates uh, the services that both of you provide. And you know, some of it goes under the radar, but it's good to have some sort of recognition there. It's fantastic stuff. Um, listen. We've got more conversation to go about here. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Ask the Medical Experts as far as the Peconic Bay Medical Center, and we will get back to Tara Anglum, Associate Executive Director of Culture and Experience, Christine Gallo, Supervisor of Social Services, Palliative Care. More conversation coming up right after these words. Jay Oliver here, uh, as a medical expert, involved in the Peconic Bay Medical Center. Each and every week, an expert in that particular field. we got a couple of good ones, too, for the price of one, I say, Tara Englund. Associate Executive Director of Culture and Experience, Christine Gallo, Supervisor of Social Services, Palliative Care. Uh, Tara, support tools are offered uh, by the Caregivers Center. Um, are, are they free of charge? Yes, Jay. Everything at the Caregiver Center is free of charge. We're so lucky to have um, so much support and philanthropy from the people in our community. So everything is offered uh, to family caregivers through the center is free. 
So as Christine mentioned, we have a a lot of different programs there. We have emotional programs like support groups and one-on-one support from a designated social worker at the center. Her name's Noelle. But we also have things like education workshops that we run, and and they run across so many varying topics. So it'd be too many for me to list for you today, but as vast as the caregiving tasks and, and responsibilities that Christine spoke about earlier, that's really how broad the education workshops range because we, we're trying to cast a very wide net and understand that caregivers need to be able to get education, ask questions, and really know where they can get help and resources in. So it's good. Yeah, it's yeah. good to well, let that's go. That's great. We're we're lucky to be able to do that again because we have such great and you know community members who provide so much uh, philanthropy and support to the center. No question. No question about it. And, you know, there's a, a day coming up next week, I believe, on Wednesday, which is November 9th, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, in which the Caregivers Center will be holding a Caregivers Retreat Day on Wednesday. Um, Christine, where and when will it be taking place? Yeah, we're really excited to tell you all about the Caregivers Retreat Day. Um, it's going to be taking place this um, coming week, November 9th at Hotel Indigo in Riverhead. That is uh, fantastic stuff. And you're going to have a whole day of events there, correct? Yeah, yeah. So this is a day designed entirely for family caregivers. Um, During the retreat, uh, family caregivers are invited to come together as a community, to have brunch together, to hear from our community partners um, about what resources are available to them. There's going to be a resource fair uh, with those community partners, um, a panel of experts for a question and answer session. I'm really excited uh, to have been asked to to do the keynote uh, talk that day, and I'm going to do a meaning-making exercise with with the caregivers. And then it's going to conclude with, I don't know if anyone's familiar with Dana Bordson, but we're so lucky that she's one of our partners, and she's going to be closing the event with a wonderful, integrative, holistic session. So I'm really excited. I think it's going to be such a great day for caregivers. It's uh, fantastic stuff. And having stayed at the Indigo myself on a couple of occasions, that's a wonderful venue uh, to have, I might add. Um, it is. It really is. Uh, can anyone, uh, Tara, uh, attend yes. the retreat? Can yes, anyone attend they, the Yeah, anybody can. We just asked it that you register to come, but it is a free event, and anyone can. We're very lucky that uh, we have an incredible sponsorship this year from uh, Tully Law Group, and so we're able to, thanks to his sponsorship, really open this to so many people. And we just ask that you register for the event by either uh, calling 631-548-6259 or reach out to Noel Roth at N. R-O-T-H-4 at northwell.edu and just let her know that you're interested in coming and, and you're registered and ready to go. That is uh, great stuff. And uh, we'll, we'll tell you in a couple of minutes again where you can go, folks, to learn more about the, the Caregiver Center and the Caregiver's Retreat. We'll close it out with that. Um, in essence, Christine, being part of such a great institution as the Peconic Bay Medical Center and all that's associated with, associated with it, how important is it to have you know, staff, leadership, uh, all in sync in trying to make everything work here? You know, that's one of the magic things about PBMC, that there's this culture here of 
people who get it and people who understand that as we kind of started off, it's kind of a neat way to close, you know, that everybody's somebody's somebody and that when we all come together and we see each other and we listen to each other, that's truly where the magic happens. So it's, it's just a wonderful, wonderful um, culture to be involved in and to invite um, these family caregivers to, to share in this week. Tara, you want to chime in on that? Yeah, I just, you know, there's so there's so many different layers when someone is dealing with an illness. And in healthcare, especially, you know, at Peconic and Northwell, we're so, we have been so historically focused on patients. And I think what I am so proud of at Peconic Bay is we've really broadened that lens to think about just not the patient, but also their circle of support, their family caregiver, and who really is going through that journey with them and also needs support. So I think that's really what sets um, us apart here. And I do think that, uh, I say this uh, a lot, the, the people who work here are what make Peconic Bay so special. And many of them themselves have shared that they are or have been family caregivers for their own loved ones. So I think we get that. I, you know, I, I can say I've been a family caregiver myself. And um, when you've cared for someone you love so much, you really understand the stress that other family members uh, who are experiencing that are going through. And I, I think that is really the uniqueness of Peconic. I, I think we really do, as Christine shared, have that shared uh, belief that every person is somebody, somebody to, to eat any of our patients. A question, Tara and Christine. With Christine, what about the aspect of the pandemic over now? Um, you know, a lot of people put care on the back burner for the loved ones and everything else. Did you notice uh, kind of an absentee situation as far as that time period and even more so an influx right now? People trying yeah, to get that necessary care. Yeah, you know what? I think like any of us would have said, um, particularly going through those really um, tough times at the beginning of the pandemic, it was very isolating. Um, and family caregivers were completely isolated um, as well, you know, just like any of us felt during that time, emotionally isolated, physically isolated. Um, and, you know, I think that you're right. There were, because of that, um, implications and ripples for, for caregivers. So we're excited now to be able to, for this to be the first year we're back in person having the family caregiver event because that's part of, I think, what will be really neat about it is people coming together now in a way that we weren't able to do, unfortunately, over the past couple of years. So I'm really actually glad you asked that question. I, I think, too, I just want to jump in. I think, too, though, what we're seeing, Jay, and I think it's important, and Christine and the palliative medicine team, I think, see it very frequently, is that people in general did avoid their regular care and their checkups. And so what we're seeing a lot most recently as we're really um, coming out of the pandemic phase is people are getting diagnosed much at a later stage for illness uh, because they did not follow up with their regular appointments uh, or there was a delay in some of those uh, appointments that they normally would have done if the world didn't you know, shut down. So that, again, that's that person who then becomes, you know, we, we call them the patient, but that's really a person who has a whole circle around them and people who are going through that with them and need support and are worried and, and just, as we said earlier, just unprepared for what they're experiencing. So 
we we are um, really seeing the ripple of that, and I'm so grateful for our palliative medicine team because they walk alongside our patients and their families um, from the very beginning of diagnosis, uh, and and many times through treatment and and you know really improving their life, but. When that is not the case, they walk alongside them, honoring their wishes and their choices as patients and families. In talking to both of you this morning, it's as if you both were tailor-made for the position and uh, have such an integral part uh, of this uh, institution as far as maybe not getting enough credit. And and we're here to highlight you. You've done a a tremendous job in, in laying it all out for us. Uh, and I take my hat off to both of you. Uh, if you don't mind, one more time, uh, Christine Gallo, where can listeners go to learn more about the Caregivers Center and also the Caregivers Retreat that's a retreat, excuse me, that's happening on Wednesday, November 9th. Go ahead. Yep, we would love for you to learn more. So reaching out directly, you can definitely reach out to Noel, the Caregiver Center social worker, um, at 631-548-6259 or via email. And her email is n-r-o-t-h-4 at northwell.edu. Or actually to learn kind of globally a lot about the Caregiver Center, um, we have a website, which is www.pbmchealth.org backslash caregivers with a S at the end slash center. And that kind of would, has a lot of information about the retreat day, but also globally about all the wonderful things that um, the Caregiver Center has to offer. Enjoyable, ladies. Tara Inglom. Associate Executive Director of Culture and Experience in Christine Gallo, Supervisor Social Services, Palliative Care, Peconic Bay Medical Centers, indeed. These, ladies and gentlemen, are two experts in their fields. Jay Oliver here. We'll do it again next week. Ask the medical experts, Peconic Bay Medical Center. Ladies, have a wonderful rest of your day. Ladies and gentlemen, stay well, stay safe, stay healthy. We'll see you next week. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.